Here I was trying to come up with a new intro for for the uh, for for the show. No, Welcome to the ninety third episode of Fixels Polygons and Fun Video Game <laughs> Podcast. We talk about anything under the video game sun. I am your host Jinji. With me, as always, is Riley. And I was about to say Colo, uh, but no, he's he's off this week. Odin, how are you guys doing? Doing swell, you know, just uh. Just uh, you know, doing a thing. Doing a thing. Fine as wine, baby. Hey, well, you might want to come up with like a different phrase because you're too young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Good> fact. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Wine like a bitch. <laughs> but uh, all right, you guys, let's kick off the episode. Gotta make a phone call. We will be right back. Yes, I see. Good news, everyone. <laughs> oh, no, that's the wrong one. Fuck. Uh, too late. It's done deal. But uh, got some stuff to talk about today. Uh, pulling from GamesIndustry.biz, written by Brendan Sinclair. Evo 2020 has been canceled. Well. Uh, oh, uh... fuck. Everybody canceled shit. You fucking cowards. You fucking cowards. <laughs> Evo 2020 organizers stuck to their plans for the Las Vegas fighting game tournament for weeks in face of Riley, please withhold your saltiness for this article. I would appreciate it. In the face of COVID-19, but finally relented today. The cancellation was announced in a post on the event's official Twitter account. Quote, due to COVID-19, we are sadly canceling EVO 2020 at Man- Mandalay Bay and refunding all purchased tickets. The health and well-being of our community is our highest priority. We hope everyone stays safe during this time. End quote. EVO 2020 has been set has been set for July 1st to August 2nd. Organizers are also planning an online replacement event this summer to, quote, keep the Evo spirit alive. After the postponement of GDC and the cancellation of E3, Evo 2020 organizers had originally planned to go ahead with the show, saying in mid-March that it was moving forward to hold the event as planned. But we both know, we all know how that how that went. What do you guys do you guys think of this? Well, they're holding it off for a very good reason. Yes. <laughs> they, they, they really yeah, sh- sh- quiet. So where a lot of where a lot of this, I feel like, is just a giant, massive like media scare. Um, it's still it's still something that they want to take precaution to make sure that they're not going to be held liable for any kind of like possible 
situations that could arise mm-hmm. from it. So, like, I get it. Like, I fully understand. It's not ideal in any fashion. It's really not. No. But it- the steps that they are taking to make sure that it's going to be fine and okay and that, you know, they're they're thinking about the people and not just themselves, that's good, and I respect that. Right, and with their with the thing how they said that they were gonna, you know, essentially force it all online. How 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 do you think they're gonna be able to f- uh, facilitate that? Cause, I mean, obviously, with these tournaments, when you're there in person, they're able to watch you, and we've seen countless people. We're all gonna join a Zoom call, guys. We're gonna get on hey, Zoom and do Evo. Finish my shit, asshole. So cut me off. But um, we we've seen dipshits literally cheat you know in tournaments like blatantly cheat what i'm kind of worried about is you know how are they going to facilitate you know watch out for cheaters if they're going to be doing everything online that is a very great question um i don't i don't think they have a very good way of watching out for cheaters i'm gonna be honest with you because there's lots of there's too much uncertainty. There really, honestly, is. Right. I don't know. We'll have to. We'll have to wait and see. Wait and see on this one. But uh, do you guys have anything you would like to talk about this week? I mean, you didn't ask me what I thought of the news. You asked Odin, not me. Well, I I news. can kind of guess, Riley. Yeah. Nothing in that's in the future should be canceled. They should be uncanceling things. It's time for this to fucking end. Where Open the world. Don't drink bleach. That's bad. Don't do that. Reopen the world. So what? So you can go get a job? <laughs> I'm, I might. I might. It'd be much easier. Listen, Riley, as long as you keep saying shit like that and interrupting things, I'm going to keep jumping in just to make you sound even more stupid. Get a job. Stop, <laughs> make, uh, stop trying to make people not take precautions. Clearly, the world is in a... We've taken precautions for months. We need to reopen the world. And they are doing it slowly. They are taking precautions. Fuck precautions. You're well, then, Riley, you go ahead and go out and you drink some bleach and uh, party all night. I'm not going to drink bleach. <laughs> That's what he says now, but watch. There's going to be a Twitch stream of him doing it. Like, here I'm today. Drinking- Wait, sorry. Hold on. Hold on. Let me. Let me. If I'm going to impersonate Riley, I have to do it the right way. <laughs> okay, guys. So today. <laughs> We're, we're going to try these two different brand, brands of bleach and see which one tastes better. It's like the kid who does like mayo stuff. <laughs> he like, checks like different food reviews. Here we've got Clorox and here we've got Great Value brand. Which one is better? <laughs> All right. Anyway, though. Do want quality or quantity? <laughs> does anyone else have any news they would like to talk about? I do. I got news. Is there some Speaking... new bleach event in Fortnite? <laughs> if only. Speaking of them yeah. canceling things because of stupid, dumb, bullshit reasons, Epic cancels 2020 Fortnite World Cup. 
Epic is the next big game developer cutting physical esports tournaments from its schedule as it deals with the realities of the COVID-19 pandemic. The company has canceled the 20... <laughs> you know why I'm thing. saying it like that. The company has canceled the 2020 Fortnite World Cup outright in addition to moving all other Fortnite events online. Well, it was no surprise that an in-person event wasn't going to happen. Epic added that the limitations of cross-region online competition also made an internet-based tourney impractical. So, basically, they've completely canceled the entire Fortnite World Cup over this dumb bullshit pandemic. What do you guys think? It's not a bullshit pandemic! It's a serious thing! <laughs> okay. Public, you know, the health safety comes first. Okay, government sims. Okay, grandma sims. Listen, Karen, shut your fucking mouth! <laughs> <laughs> the Karens are the one who are... Who are I'm not the Karen. You're the fucking Karen. You're, you're, you're the Karen, Riley. You're the Karen. You want to speak to the manager and ask why we're not opening up. <laughs> I'm, I'm the American man. I want my freedom. My, American man. my freedom granted to me into the U.S. Constitution. The right to peacefully gather all of my 10-plus friends together. You're and play some fucking you Fortnite. Hold on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Why are you kidding yourself? You don't have ten friends. <laughs> yes, I do. I have more. I have plenty of friends. Dead silence. <laughs> no, hold on, hold on. Before I move on, I just, I just, um, I just went down to the comments on this article. Good start. Now cancel the whole game completely, <laughs> so we can get rid of the overrated piece of shit. Damn. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention this this article is from Engadget.com and it's written by John Fingus. Okay. <laughs> does uh Vito is Vito here yet? Oh, th does nobody else have any news? No, I don't. Alright, Vito's on his way in. He's opening the door right now. Hello! Hello! I'm here! <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, Vito! No one likes you! The, the, this is, no, this is this is my segment. I'm here for my my segment. Social distancing, Vito. Got to be six feet apart, man. I, I am six feet away. What do you mean? No, wait, hold on. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Six feet away, but he's with Riley, and Riley thinks that this should be all over. So by all means, give it to Riley. Go ahead. I, Spoon, I mean, Vito already had the coronavirus, if you remember. He already got over it. He had the coronavirus that one week. If you remember. That's awful. <laughs> anyway, though. This day in 2004, Siphon Filter, the Omega Strain, was released to the PlayStation 2. This day in 2007, Spider-Man 3 was released for the Game Boy Advance, PC, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, Wii, and Xbox 360. Nope. <laughs> I played the Game Boy Advance version of that game, it was pretty good. This day in 2009, Animal Crossing Clock was released for the DS. And <laughs> New Play Control, Donkey Kong Jungle Beat was released for the Wii. This day in 2011, Elseworld was released for the PC. And finally, this day in 2018, 
Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze was released for the Nintendo Switch. And this has been This Day in Gaming History. Alright, thank you, Vito. With that being said, you guys, we are going to cut the segment here and jump into the next. We will be right back. Welcome back, you guys, to the next segment of the show. We will talk about what we've been up to in the last week or so, video game-wise, or anything else we would like to bring up. Riley, what have you been doing? I would first like to point out, classic, classic bit on Pixels that hasn't happened in a while. I forgot this segment existed! Yay! It's been so long since that's happened. (laughs) So... What games have I played? <laughs> Not a lot. I don't play video games. Um, Obviously. Why are you here? <laughs> really good question. Uh, <laughs> so, besides on stream, I've been playing Kingdom Hearts, as usual. Playing all that Kingdom Hearts action. I've made it all the way up to Agrabah now. I've beaten... Deep Jungle, I've beaten Wonderland, I beat Coliseum, and I even won the optional cloud fight that you don't have to win, because I'm just cool like that. And yeah, Kingdom Hearts is a good time. I also played Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Mega Battle with my friend Silas today, which is a terrible video game, but it's fun to just talk over, so it was a good stream. Even though I, I still hate myself for spending money on that fucking game. I love Power Rangers, but that game is like the most low-effort cash grab I've ever seen in my life. Makes sense. Um, what else was there? I played a little bit of, a tiny bit of Mystery Dungeon. A little morsel of Mystery Dungeon. I did one mission in Mystery Dungeon. It wasn't even a story mission. That was my tiny little morsel of Mystery Dungeon. Um, I started, I played some more Dicketeer Pokemon Y, and I don't know if I mentioned my first death, which was I fought Tierno in a rival battle and his sword stance Corefish, I misjudged and thought I could finish it off with a quick attack. It was at plus two at this point. I misjudged and thought I could finish it off with a quick attack and I did not and it killed my Frogadier. So the first death in my Pokemon Y1 was my starter, was my Frogadier. And then... Oh, man. And then we keep going. I catch a ducklet. I name it Ezlo. It's my best friend. I got a cool little duck friend. He's my favorite little guy. I want to go on an adventure with my duck. But then my encounter for one of the next routes is a Seviper Horde. And the Seviper Horde has a stupid thing where they have swagger and person berries. So they use swagger on each other to boost their attack and use rap to trap my sweet little ducklet and then murdered him. That sounds like so my, Damn. So my, my sweet little baby ducklet, who I thought was going to be my best friend forever, was swiftly murdered by a horde of snakes who <laughs> swaggered each other into unstoppableness. I did catch one of the snakes. And now he's on my team. His name is Liquid, because I'm naming them all after video game characters, and I named him after Liquid Snake. But... <sighs> I hate it. 
I hate that they killed my duck. And that's not even the end of the story. You remember I mentioned Sora the Lilio, my my MVP from Cycle 1. He was best boy. Uh Oh. Well, there's a trainer on one of the routes before the city before the gym where he has a level 19 Axew. You know what move Axew knows? Dragon Rage. Dragon Rage. And you know the HP range at like HP range at level like 16, 17? Less 40 than 40. to fi- 40. No, it's more than 40, but it's like 40 to 50, which means nothing can take more than two dragon rages. Lol. If they could even take one. So I had to keep switching around and just playing super cautiously, but I was not getting out of that battle without a without a casualty. And unfortunately that casualty was Sora the Litleo. He oh. did go down against the Dragon Rage Axio. So now we Rip. rebuild. We rebuild. I, 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 I had Wizpig the Audino on the team. I hate I don't like Audino very much. And Wizpig. I tried to replace I tried to replace him. His name was Wizpig after the character from Judy Cog Racing. Um yeah. I had Wizpig and I tried to replace him with Ducklet and then I replaced Ducklet and with Liquid Snake, but then you know, Sora died, and I'm like, "Welp, Wiz Pig, I guess you're fucking coming back." And now I have to grind and get to the fucking. I have to get to the second gym. That's a problem. Beating the second gym is a whole separate problem. Getting to the second gym is a challenge. Hmm. So there's that. I also played. I also played Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. And got stuck on the stupid boo cruise ship dumb level. Dumb stupid level. Dumb stupid dumb level. Uh-huh. And I this week I also made some purchases on my Nintendo Paperweight. Thank you. Or as I've named it, the virtual console machine. Because mm. that's all it's good for. <laughs> So I, I, I put $40 into the virtual console machine and made some purchases of some classic games. I bought Donkey Kong 64, Golden Sun, and Golden Sun The Lost Age, which is Golden Sun and Golden Sun 2, basically. Uh, Mega Man Battle Network. Dope. And Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. Those are the purchases I made on the Nintendo Virtual Console Machine paperweight. And I played two of those games for a little bit of time. I haven't I don't play games a lot. It's hard for me to put time into them, especially on my Wii U, because my gamepad is old and needs to be replaced. And its battery life is like one hour. Hmm. So I played a little bit of Donkey Kong 64. I didn't get very far. I kind of got lost. Um, and I played like a half hour of Golden Sun, which looks like it's a really good game, but I have to actually like get invested into it and play it. And also on the same machine, I already had it, but I played more Xenoblade a little bit more. It's a fun game. I'm having a good time, but Jason's being mean and won't tell me what level I need to be for the next boss fight. So I haven't played it in a bit. Yeah, Jason's being, he's a meanie. 
And yeah, I'd say that's about it. All right. Odin, what have you been doing, buddy? Well, it's a loaded question. Fishing? <laughs> loaded question. Animal Crossing, honestly. Uh, uh, a lot fishing? of it. Uh, a lot of a lot of fishing on Animal Crossing, honestly. Um Yeah. That's all. I mean, right. well, I've been trying to make my island, you know, look better and trying to like rearrange stuff. Um the whole bottom the whole bottom right side of my island is pretty much dedicated to like my fish and fishing and waiting for like CJ to get here. So uh I have all of, like the money fish, so like your red snappers, or fish, uh coelacanths, yeah. uh the tunas, the uh blue marlins, um the mahi mahis, any of that stuff, the uh barred knife jaws, they're all sitting out in tanks all on that one side. And it's so bad that we walk over there and frames just drop. Like your frame rate your frame rates get frame raped it's really bad um i have an island i have a name now for that side of the island it's called uh frame drop beach nice so nice yeah all right well i myself have played a little bit of animal crossing with uh odin and uh miss valerie uh, I have played a bit more of Gears Tactics. Gotta say, it is such a fun game. Such a fun game. And uh, storyline-wise, it takes place literally like, the, you know, starting from the day of E-Day in the Gears of War timeline, just moving forward from that. So it takes place roughly before Gears 1, I would say at this point. And we uh we found out the name of the the main locust bad guy of this one. His name is called Yukon, which is Cornelius. Yeah, that that that's his name. That's the main locust bad guy's name is Yukon. And apparently, it's uh, Yukon's doing that's created the different locust variants that we know of: the the ticker, the wretch, the brumach. Apparently, it's all because of Yukon. Or Ukon. Ukon apparently is a locust geneticist, which I find to be super fucking interesting. So I will obviously be reporting more on that, and obviously when I stream it more, because I, I did stream that. Uh, trying to think what else. Uh, played a bit. Yeah, yeah. Can I get to that? Why did you do my consoles first? Because you didn't. You said you were confused because we played together. Yes, I mean, the only thing I've touched on Xbox this last week was a bit of Tom Clancy Ghost Recon, but I'm stuck on a mission, and that mission is a bitch. But, um... Can you get good? Anyway, um, otherwise, on PC, I have streamed a bit of Human Fall Flat with Miss Valerie. It's fun. It's a nice time it's a great rage inducing game. Yeah, that it is, especially when their teammates are a bunch of dipshits. Freaking spooky. But uh so yeah, Human Fall Flat. Uh did uh stream a bit of Zoo Tycoon. 
we created our Pixels Media Zoo. That's cool. So trying to think if there was anything else. Uh, Pokemon Go-wise, I mean, the limited time research event has just started. So literally, as you guys are listening to this, let me let me pull the calendar up. This episode will go up on the 4th. So you'll have until Wednesday, the 6th, to finish the Kanto research event. And if you are able to do that, you get a Mewtwo as a reward at the end of this research. And keep in mind, there will be a research event that includes the Galar forms of some Pokemon. And the only way to access that event is to finish the Kanto event that's starting right now. Or that is currently running as you are listening to this. Uh also been playing Jurassic World Live, getting closer to a bunch of new hybrids. Literally, I swear, I get a low roll every single time when I get close to unlocking one. Honestly, it's a little bit frustrating. I swear they do it on purpose. Uh, played a lot of Pokemon Masters, too, for that matter, because of the uh, new Legendary event with Ho-Oh. It's a bit of a grind to get Silver and Ho-Oh as a sync pair. It is a grind. Uh, yeah, but I, I would say honestly, I'm getting close because the way you get it, you have to unlock like four mini maps, like mini map items, and um, the only way you can get the mini map items is by essentially doing like a lottery, and then if you're lucky, you'll pull a mini map out of the the pool. And so far, I'm sitting at three out of four, so I need one more mini map. And then I should unlock the sync pair, but we'll we'll see how that goes. Um, I've also been playing a lot of Hogwarts Mystery on my phone as well, the Harry Potter mobile game. Hogwarts Mystery. Oh, I forgot about that game. Me too. It's a good one. I like it. But um, I think that about covers it for me. I don't think I've done anything else this week. So I guess with that being said, we're going to cut it here. Excuse me, and go into our topic. We will be right back. And welcome back, you guys, to the topic of the show, where we will be picking a topic about anything under the video game sun. Riley, what are we doing this week? We're finally doing another top ten. It's been too long. Remember when we were supposed to do those like every two weeks or something? What a time. We're talking about top ten video game weapons. Yes, indeed. So, figured let, let's kick it off. My number 10 is the Stick of Truth. Wait, is it uh, from least to best? Yes, least to best. Number 10, okay. working all the way down to number 1. So yeah, my yeah. number 10 is the Stick of Truth from South no. Park in the Stick of Truth. Now, why? That originated in the video game, right? That yes. wasn't in a South Park episode beforehand. Okay. The Stick of Truth is the ultimate weapon of all time. If you control the stick, you control the world. <laughs> a weapon that strong, it's got to be on the top ten. Just for that alone. And then, let alone all the hilarity that you get in the in the story with this crap, with the Stick of Truth. 
It is well worth it. But all right. Riley, what's your number 10? My number 10, and this probably would be higher if I wasn't still debating whether it's actually a weapon. But, you know, I asked if it was a weapon. Odin says it was, so I'm counting it. But only at number 10. Number 10 is Pokeball from Pokemon. <laughs> all right. It's, a po- it's self-explanatory. It's a Pokeball. Because, in a sense of speaking, a Pokemon can be used as a weapon. So, a Pokeball, in a sense of speaking, is a weapon. I just imagine, you know, like, Odin, like a professor lab with like a whiteboard. You see. <laughs> I'm not saying it's an ideal on. use of a Pokemon, but it can be. Yeah, Pokeball, you throw it at a Pokemon, it's in there, and then you got a Pokemon. And you know, nah, I, I had to I had to stretch a lot for this list, okay? Number 10's a Pokeball. Honestly, it's not if that you wanna hard. Pull, if you want to pull a Pokemon weapon, Safari Zone throwing rocks at the Pokemon, that's a weapon. <laughs> rock. There you go, but rock. The funniest part about that is, that was my number 10. <laughs> <laughs> is it? It's, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, but my number, my number ten is the Pokeball and Pokemon. There you go. Oh, my number ten. Yeah, it's the yes. uh, the Safari Zone rocks that you throw at the Pokemon because you're throwing, you're you're hurting the Pokemon. Why did Nintendo encourage methods of catching Pokemon? By, by throwing them. rocks. Throwing rocks if, at them. Wait, wait. Can, if, Why can't I just go up to a Pokemon and beat the shit out of it? Because the Fasari, the Fasari, yeah. Safari Zone doesn't allow you to bring other Pokemon with you. Yeah, but throwing rocks at a Pokemon? Come on now. That's like some hey, childish hold up. shit. Hold up, hold up. If you're going to pull that, uh, why, every rock type ever knowing rock throw. It's a Pokemon! Fight I thought there was Pokemon. some, like, unspoken rule in Pokemon where you have to use Pokemon to catch other Pokemon, because that if that's not the case, why can't I just walk up to a Pidgey and fucking punch it in the face and then throw a Pokeball because at it? Because that's not good. <laughs> why do you think Professor Oak tells you not to go into the tall grass? Because he knows you <laughs> will not be able to do it. It's a fucking bird. I'll just fucking smash his little bird bones. Did you clearly not watch the first episode of Pokemon? It's so easy to kill a bird. Heroes beat the shit out of him. Well, yeah, because there's a lot of birds. When there's a lot of birds, it's a problem. But if it's just one bird, you crush that thing's bones pretty easily. Just fucking smack. Riley, I don't think you'd be able to beat up a bird. I I mean, I I guess if you sit on it. Jesus, fuck. Thanks, Sal. All right. My number nine. We'll see. We'll see if you guys uh, get this one. My number nine is the Blade of Awe, which is a sword weapon from the game Adventure Quest. Oh, Adventure Quest. Yeah, I remember that game. Yeah, old <laughs> no, it was Adventure Pals that we played. Yeah, Adventure Pals is what we what we played. We might have to play that again. I think we've hit the view count that we need to play it again. But um 
Adventure Quest, the, the Blade of Oz specifically, is a rare weapon in the game, and the only way to get it is by gathering all the, the fragments for it. And why I like the Blade of Awe, besides obviously being a sword and you can just beat the shit out of people, you, um, your sword itself has a bunch of different abilities. It has an ability that can heal you. It has an ability to smack the enemy for extra magic damage. My favorite ability of that sword that it can do, I believe the, the percentage chance of it activating every turn is like 1%, but the sword is capable of summoning death and it one hit kills your opponent. Just oh. flat out kills them. Doesn't matter how strong they are. Doesn't matter how high their defenses are. Kills them. Kills them dead. Shit. Fancy. So yeah, that is why the Blade of Awe is my number nine. Riley. Oh, me. Okay. Um... My number nine is the hammer from Paper Mario. Now, Paper Mario. I... yeah, Paper Mario. Good I game. Know, it, brings, it... it brings back memories. I love Paper Mario. See, I chose the hammer from Paper Mario just because using it makes me feel powerful. It's a good, it's a good feeling weapon. When I use it, it makes me feel like I'm, I'm doing some damage. Like. My favorite thing to do, and this makes me sound like a horrible person who wants pain and suffering for other creatures, but my favorite thing to do is, like, so you hit a Koopa, right, and it, like, knocks it on its back. So I like to knock the Koopas on their back and then finish them off with a hammer just fucking smash them. I feel, I feel powerful wielding that fucking hammer, just, like, holding it back, like charges up and then <laughs> so I like the hammer I don't know why but I don't know why but going off the hammer the the one thing I remember about playing Super Mario with the hammer was in not the second one but the first Super Mario there was a area in uh I forget which city it is but you can get pigs out of these little like egg things but to uh, get the pig to open up you had to smack it with your hammer so i remember always smacking it trying to get the glowing pig and then you can only have i think like eight pigs in this like corral so in order to get rid of pigs you had to go hit the pig with your hammer and it would pop oh yeah i forgot that other cool thing about the hammer that you could use it in the overworld so i just hit shit with my hammer for no reason because it's fun and like that's what i remember the most with the hammer i remember just Constantly going and smacking pigs until I got the pigs I wanted. Yep. See, so yeah, that's why I like the hammer in Paper Mario. Number nine. All right, Odin, what's your number nine, buddy? <clears throat> My number nine is the Turbo Buster from Mega Man X Command Mission. Ooh. So the Turbo Buster, unlike the um, the Mock Buster, or basically it's the Mega Buster, uh, like Mock, I think it's like three or four. Um, the Turbo Buster, where it didn't deal as much damage, it was also a weightless weapon. So essentially, the uh, the Mega Buster 
Mo- the Mega Buster Mach 4 would have a uh, like a 20 weight on it. Mm-hmm. So it would slow you down. And that's like 10 that's like a 10% speed bu- uh 10% speed loss that you just lost there to try to keep uh, doing attacks before your opponent. So the Turbo Buster made you faster and was still dealt quite a bit of good damage. So it's just one of my favorite things to have on Mega Man. Okay. Was Command Mission the turn-based RPG? Fuck yeah, it was. Hell yeah, brother. That was my favorite Mega Man game. Dope. Well, my number eight is the energy beam sword from Halo. Oh. I figured one of us would have that. I had a feeling. And the reason why I went with this, I mean, obviously it, it being such, and I will say this word once, I'm not going to say it 26 times like Riley. The The energy beam weapon is such an iconic weapon from the Halo series. <laughs> even if you don't know, even if you don't know Halo, if you walk, if you pick anyone out, they'll most likely tell, oh yeah, that's from Halo. That And I remember playing Halo all the time and I would, you know, with my friends, we would fight on whoever, we would essentially fight each other to get to the energy sword first. Like, the ultimate multiplayer layout was the energy sword with the shotgun. Best best uh, uh, loadout in Halo, in my opinion, hands down. Yeah, that's... In opinion, yeah, it's true. <laughs> but yeah, that's why the energy energy sword is good with me. Yeah. Riley, number eight. Alright, my number eight is the Molotov from Grand Theft Auto 4. Because I like burning things. I bet you it's do. It's fun. I like to throw Molotovs at things. And they burn. My favorite thing to do in Grand Theft Auto 4, this is another example of Riley's a horrible person who likes to see other living things suffer. I like to um, go into the hospital. And sometimes, when you were in the hospital, you'd go into the hospital rooms and there'd be people in the hospital beds. You are awful. And they'd have, like, They'd still, like, be interactable people, but they had one health. So I'd just throw Molotovs at them and watch them burn. You need to go see a psychiatrist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Possibly. Little me might not have been right in the head. But yeah, Molotovs burn shit. It's a good time. <laughs> Number eight is Molotov from Crystal Thought of Four. All right, Odin, if we can just try to move on from that disturbing thought, what's your number eight? So my number eight is the plasma pistol from Halo. Hell yeah. Is one of the best weapons you can have running through story. Hell yeah, my dude. I'll, I'll tell you why. A fully charged plasma pistol most generally, will knock out any opponent's shield in one full blast. 
which allows you to get those critical shots that you really need to get outside of their shield. So you can serve your most powerful ammo for the really damage, for the really big damage, and you get to use the plasma pistol to knock out those shields so you can deal that damage. Okay. Yeah, that's 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 it. That's all I got. <laughs> all right. My there number seven. For for all you Fallout fans out there, my number seven is the Deathclaw Gauntlet. Jesus Christ. So we all know how terrifyingly strong the death claws, the, the the monster death claw is, and if you are lucky enough to kill enough of death claws, you can essentially build a melee punch gauntlet made out of death claw, and it's so good. It's such a it's overpowered. It's you're essentially one shotting shit left and right. With the with the deck claw gauntlet, let alone the fact that it looks badass. But yeah. um, I remember that's a weapon I used quite a lot in a lot of my Fallout Three runs, even Fallout New Vegas a couple of times. But yeah, it's a lot a lot of good memories with with the death claw gauntlet. So Riley, what is your number seven? Um, my number seven. Happens to be. Hold on, one second. Okay, there it is. Gunblade from Final Fantasy VIII. I've never played Final Fantasy VIII. Never seen Final Fantasy VIII. But this weapon is cool enough that I've just seen it once in passing, and I remembered it. And when I was making this list, I'm like, what is that cool gun sword? And then Odin reminded me what it was. And I'm like, yeah, this thing is awesome. So, yeah, it's on the li- it's on the list entirely on the back of how awesome it looks. It's the dopest thing I've ever seen in my life. So, yeah, Gunblade, Final Fantasy VIII. Okay. Odin. Yes. Number eight. Well, out of all the uh, out of all of them that I have on here, I'm probably gonna say the Axe of Fiery Soul Trap from Skyrim. Ooh. Now hold on, I'm gonna have a train that's gonna pass by here. It's gonna be loud, so you're gonna have to cut this out. I'm gonna wait before I start uh, continue talking. Okay. Choo choo, motherfucker. Choo choo. Choo choo, motherfucker. Choo choo choo. Yeah, you know, while uh, he's. I it's it's, it's oh, okay. I think it's fine. Um. Yeah, no, so the Axe of Fiery Soul Trap from Skyrim was probably one of my favorite weapons to get in the game. And it's not even to use the weapon. It's to disenchant it so that I can put it on everything else of mine. (laughs) Um, The fact that it has a combination of dealing fire damage 
and having a uh, and being able to trap souls. It was really nice. So you get to fill up your soul gems, you get to deal damage, and it's a dual enchantment. So it, it it's set when you disenchant it. It's a single enchantment that has two enchants. So it leaves room for an additional enchantment on your weapons when you can when you can dual enchant stuff. Now, if you toss on the uh, the there is an enchantment that you can get if you break down a weapon for like chaotic, and it would mm-hmm. give like a chance of doing uh, either electric, frost, or fire between them. That was good. That was fun, but I mean, like, I didn't use them like that all the time, so. Okay. But yeah. 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 All right. My number six is the I there there isn't really a name for it. I gave it the nickname Cole Sword. And that's the, the sword that Cole McGrath used in Infamous 2. And essentially what it is, it's just a sword handle with two little metal rods sticking out from it. And with coal being a conduit of electricity, I think we both know what metal does with electricity. It conducts... Does it sparkle? It does sparkle. (laughs) I knew it. But yeah, I mean, it's such a cool weapon to use with coal's powers. (laughs) Because, I mean, you're, you're electrifying... The, the sword itself so you can beat the shit out of out of the enemies and gosh just very nostalgic for me honestly i haven't played infamous 2 in a long time and now that's making me want to go back over to my mom's dig out my ps3 and then move it over here oh man but yeah number six the coal sword I like it. Riley, number six. My number six is the red shell from Mario Kart. (laughs) (laughs) Blue shell. Uh, Fuck the blue shell. The blue shell can go die in a hole. I hate the blue shell. Fuck the blue shell. But the red shell is cool. I like the red shell. You get the red shell, it's like a homing missile, you know? The green shells, I can never hit them because I suck. But the red shells, you know, they hone, they hone in on your enemy and they hit them. It's like, boom, got them. That's why I like the red shell. It's fun. I throw a red shell, hit somebody. It's a good time. Red shell, number six. All right. Odin, number six, good buddy. Number six is the ASM-1 from Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Fuck Yeah. Now, there was a variant of this ASM-1 called the Speakeasy. And it had, what is it, a barrel? It had a, it had a, it, it was a drum on it. So, like, it, instead of, like, a standard clip, it was a drum clip. And it was obnoxious to face up against. It was really fun. I love that weapon a lot. On my YouTube channel that I'm still tr- currently trying to rework, there is a very brief, like, five-second, uh, like, in the very beginning of the uh, episode of, I was doing a review for the uh, hip shot, the, 
the hip shot dot attachment you can put on your TV for it to kind of help out. Um, the first, like, five seconds into the game, I get, like, a double kill and a hardcore uh, kill confirm. Just running around, not even aiming down sights, just hip firing. I love it. All right. My number five is the Blade of Olympus from the God of War series. Hmm. Interesting. Now, we all know, or at least for those of you who know God of War, how much of a badass Kratos is. And the Blade of Olympus is known as one of the strongest weapons in the game franchise as a whole. And it played excuse me, played quite the significant role in God of War 2 and a lot, honestly, in God of War 3. Is in the end in the end of God of War, Kratos takes the Blades of Olympus is to to essentially sum it up. Uh, Kratos has a special power in that specific moment called hope. And instead of giving it to Athena, Kratos stabs himself with the Blade of Olympus to essentially give the world hope. That and Blade of Olympus is a strong fucking weapon. Like if you max that, if you max it out, you're you're dealing a lot of damage. That and it's just, it looks badass. It looks badass. That's why Blade of Olympus is number five. Hmm. Hmm. Riley, number five. My number five is the AP pistol from Grand Theft Auto Five. Okay. It's real good. It's a fast. It's a very fast weapon. Just ripping through opponents with just super rapid-fire bullets from the AP pistol. It's fun. It's a small weapon, so it doesn't have a lot of, like, throwback. It's just mowing through your enemies super fast. AP pistol. It's really fun to just murder murder everything with the super fast boom, 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 boom. Ripping through all the enemies with the AP pistol. It's really fun. All right. Mr. Odin. Number five. See. My number five is the Righteous Swarm Bow from Portal Knights. Never heard of that. You've never played Portal Knights? I have not, no. It's essentially, uh, it's on PlayStation and on Xbox and PC. Uh, It's essentially a um, RPG Minecraft. Okay. So um, imagine, um, um, uh, here, this is probably a good way to uh, imagine it. Imagine Animal Crossing, an RPG, and Minecraft put together. Ooh. That's literally what it is. And now, and they have different classes. They have Druid, Mage, Warrior, Rogue, um, and a is whole that- bunch of other... Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, I was about to say I uh, tagged you in something in general, real quick about Portal Knights. Is that it? Five five oh five games SRL. Yeah. Dope. It's on mobile too. Yeah, it is. Um, Sweet. I'm downloading it now. 
So, um, in my opinion, uh, Portal Knights is actually a really fun game to play. Uh, it has a lot of a lot of great game, uh, a lot of great game mechanics, gameplay. You get to craft stuff, build things. Uh, you can literally pocket villagers. You can put them in your pocket and drop them That's... off places. Are they in your pocket? Weird. Yeah, it's. I definitely suggest giving a look. Um, but there are special, uh, special unique weapons in the game for each class as well, and the righteous Ooh. swarm bow is one of them. Now, the reason I like this bow because it has the light element, and it gives you a plus twenty-two percent crit damage and a plus thirty-two percent crit chance. So it's it's a solid weapon. I love using it a lot. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely suggest if you haven't played Portal Knights. Give it a go. There's a lot of cool things. And you get to have pets. I was so, like, about you can, to... Oh, you, you can you... run around with like different pets and stuff. Really? And uh, all the bosses drop a pet of themselves. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they don't the pets don't do anything. They're purely aesthetic. They're 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 vanity. And the nice thing about Portal Knights is that you can have uh, all like all the different types of armor have different abilities to them. So you can pick and choose how you want to put armor on and like what kind yeah. of ability you want to have. And if you don't like the way they look, there are vanity slots. So you can decide Ooh. how you actually want to look. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, it's really cool. There's a lots of different mechanics in there. There's double jump mechanics. There's wings in there. You can get angel wings that allow you to jump higher. Yeah. Everything. Uh, I have the what I have built on PlayStation is amazing. It's mm-hmm. it's ridiculous the amount of stuff that you can do. And there's different like trophies and stuff that you can earn and get in place everywhere. I'm working on a museum and stuff. There's there's a lot of cool stuff in there. Seriously, and they do uh, seasonal holiday events as well. Okay. All right. Well, I'm downloading it right now, Odin. So I will let I you suggest- know next week. I suggest downloading it for console at some point in time or PC to really get a good grasp of the game. Definitely. If you don't have a good PC, console. Download it on console. It's it's inexpensive. Seriously. Okay. Yeah, I will look on Steam as well while I'm at it. But, uh, all right. My number four is something we all know and love. The Master Sword from Legend of Zelda. Well, I know it. I don't know if I love it. So yeah, the reason why I put it on here, I mean, besides it being such a iconic weapon, that's two <laughs> times, two times I've said it. <laughs> Will I reach twenty six? We'll what find an, out. What an iconic moment! Oh shit, three times. <laughs> anyway, yeah, correct me if I'm not wrong. The Master Sword is literally the strongest weapon in the Legend of Zelda franchise, right? I'd like to think Allegedly. it is. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. The Ultra Super Master Sword from... Oh, One man. Where it's where... That, that, that sword is when the Master Sword goes Super Saiyan. Uh-huh. No, the but strongest anyway. weapon in Legend of Zelda is Ezlo. The, the duck hat from Midish Cap. Lol. But, uh, yeah, I mean, besides it literally being in every single Legend of Zelda game, supposedly being the strongest one in the game, I even have a uh, replica 
master sword that's in my bedroom right now. I remember that. Yep, still got it. But yeah, that is why Master Sword is number four for me. Riley, what's your number four? My number four is the Buster Sword from Final Fantasy VII. Dope. It's a giant, awesome sword. Cloud is a cool guy. He's got this cool sword. It's It feels cool to hit enemies with such a big sword. It's just so big. It's the biggest sword. It's like if a cleaver was a sword. It's like if a cleaver was a sword, and that's awesome. Just slashing through enemies with this giant cleaver sword. Buster sword. And you didn't bother mentioning Masamune, the giant butter knife? How dare you. How many times can Riley say cleaver sword in one sentence? (laughs) I like to cleave through things with my cleaver cleaver sword. Oh, I bet you do. Oof. Yeah, the Buster Sword is a giant dope so sword. I like cut through some enemies with it. It's a good time. Buster <laughs> Sword, number four. All right, Odin, what's your number four, buddy? Smart Pistol from Titanfall. Hell yeah! The original Smart Pistol. Yes. Not the nerf down bullshit that it. Oh no, made. no! It's like I I zeroed in right as you were saying it. Yeah, the OG Smart Pistol from Titanfall one. Not Titanfall 2. Yeah, that that pistol was so freaking nutty. Oh my god, I loved it. I used it religiously. For those of you who don't know what the uh, the smart pistol is, it's an auto lock-on headshot-only pistol. All you do is hold the trigger, and then That's release. All you do. It's it was so too good. good. It was so good. I think that's enough reason alone for why it's so high. That's the only reason. That's the only reason. It's all you need. All right. My my number three is the Dragon's Bane sword from Skyrim. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Of course. (laughs) The Dragon's Bane is a weapon that you can find stashed away in the Blades Temple. And it is a sword. It's essentially like a go-to weapon that you want to use if you are hunting down dragons. It has a bonus bonus enchantment on it that deals more damage to dragons. Correct me correct me if I'm not wrong, Odin. I'm sure you can break down the Dragon's Bane to get that attach or that enchantment and push it onto other, other items. I don't think you can actually break that down. Certain unique weapons you couldn't break down. Uh, and, unless if there's recent mod support for it, but I'm not I'm not too sure def- specifically on that one. Definite, there's definitely mod support for you to be able to obtain it, obtain the enchantment to uh, put on other things, but no, outside of that, there I don't think there was a way to actually break it down. Not that I can, not, not that I'm aware of. That we know of for now, but yeah, otherwise that, and it's a badass sword. It's, I mean, it's pretty nice. Badass. And then, yeah, it, it's tucked away in a back room, and even then with that back room, there are no lights in that back room. So it was certainly hidden, and if you find it, it's well worth it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's why Dragon Bane 
is my number three. Riley. My number three is Love is Blue from Bayonetta. Now, you've heard of dual pistols. One pistol in each hand. Now, are you ready for quad pistols? Bayonetta's got... She's got pistols in her hands. And she's got pistols in her boots that she shoots out of her fucking feet. It's amazing. She shoots out of at every angle possible. I love that was my favorite thing about Bayonetta. Like when I first played the Bayonetta 2 demo, I'm like, holy shit, she has guns at her feet. That's dope. So yeah, Love is Blue is the her four pistols working together in tandem. It's got in her hands and her feet. She's shooting from all angles. You can't you can't go anywhere near her. You're gonna get shot. She's got a gun on every limb. It's crazy, and that's why I love it, and that's why it's number three, because I love the concept of not only having guns in both hands, but also on both feet. All right. Odin, number three. Number three is the R99 from Apex Legends. Okay. I think I know what you're talking about. So the R99 from Apex Legends is basically, it's a rapid-fire machine gun. Uh, It's like an assault rifle, essentially, but it's it's more closer to like a submachine gun in an aspect. Uh, extreme rapid fire can tear through an opponent's shield and health, uh, especially if you have the attachments to increase its magazine size, which was very important because it had very little ammo to start off with until you got the uh, until you got the uh, extended mags. Definitely but, a trade-off. Oh yeah, it, but it's so it's so good. It it melts. It's actually a, still a pretty much a top tier weapon, and used quite frequently still amongst a lot of the high competitive players in Apex Legends. They haven't nerfed it yet. Well, I I haven't played consistently. People still play Apex it. Legends. Go yeah, go fuck Apex yourself, Legends Riley. I good. I love Apex Legends. <laughs> Ooh, Odin. Maybe that's something we can play if I ever get my hands on a PS4 again. Um, Apex is multi-plat, isn't it? No. Oh. I wish, but it's not. Which, uh, remind me after the show, but yeah, that's sooner rather than later of me getting my hands on a PS4 again. Well, I hope you do, and not have to, you know, get rid of it this time. Exactly. Please. Uh, I know, I know. Trust me, we'll we'll, we'll get into it, but, um... I bought Jinji's game, and he only used it once. It was sad. My number two is the HTI Sniper from Ghost Recon Wildlands. Well, dang. And the reason why the HTI is so high on my list is besides me playing the absolute shit out of uh, Wildlands, the HTI uh, Sniper in that game is literally the best sniper you can get. It is the strongest one you can get. If just for pure example, if you have the silencer unequipped on the HDI, excuse me, and you see a attack helicopter with the HDI, you can literally shoot the helicopter once, and it brings down. It brings it down. It makes it. It makes it go bye bye. That's insane. Just one shot. Now, granted, the HDI is a bolt-action sniper rifle, so you know you can't just you know rapid fire it. 
but I don't think effectively that matters. If you can, without the silencer, if you can one shot shit, that's just beautiful. And that's my go to weapon that I use in Ghost Recon. So, I mean, that alone, just that it can one shot attack helicopters. Just beautiful. But yeah, that's why the HDI is number two on my list. Riley, number two. Number two is for me. The Monado from Xenoblade Chronicles. I don't make Jason happy. Uh, yeah, it's pretty high. Well, he probably wants it to be number one. But the Monado is really cool. I've only played Xenoblade for a few hours, and I'm already super into the Monado. It's a cool weapon. What it's, is it? It's like... It's like if a Keyblade and a lightsaber had a baby on it, in a way. Okay. It's 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 in that sort of shape. Like when I first saw when I first thought Shulk, I thought he was a Kingdom Hearts character. That's how Okay. That's how much it looks like a keyblade. But yeah, it's got like a laser that comes out of it and it has different modes. Okay. Nice. All right. Odin, number two. The TNT in Minecraft. That moment when you weren't done yet. Oh, I'm sorry. You made it sound like you were done. (laughs) I paused for a second for brain think time. Um, My bad. But yeah, basically, I think the Lord. You know, he paused because he doesn't do that often. (laughs) Yeah. I think the lore behind the weapon is cool because it's like the only thing that can damage the Mechon, which are, like, the main bad guys, and yeah. the different mo- modes and the lore and, like, them having to, like, discover the secrets behind the Monado. I'm just really into the Monado. It's a cool thing. I'm already sold on the Monado, and I'm only a couple hours into Xenoblade, so... Now, can you say that weapon's name one more time? Say what one more time? What What's the weapon's name again? The, the Monado. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I just, I couldn't tell from, like, Thanks, so I appreciate you calling me on saying the name of the weapon I'm talking about too many times. Okay, cool. How funny. Oh, no, it's cool. It's fine. It's okay. It's, it's okay. All right. So, uh... Hello? Yeah, hello. What's your weapon? What's Where's Genji? I'm right here. Okay. Oh, yeah, so my next weapon that I really like is... The um, I like the TNT from Minecraft. All right. Would you say it's dynamite? Yeah. TNT. Would, would you say with... it's explosively well? <laughs> I would say that it's a uh, very well designed and put thing in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Does it make like your it. your thoughts go bang? Yeah, you know it, it works. It it works. Is that's the important part here? All right. The, An it, explosive it good time. Yeah, it deals a lot of damage. <laughs> deals a lot of damage. That's a lot of damage. All right. 
My number one, my most favorite video game weapon of all time is the Lancer from Gears of War. Hmm. Now, you may be asking, what is a Lancer? Oh, let me tell you. It is a fully automatic assault rifle commonly used by the COG, which is the Coalition of Ordered Governments, the good guys of the game franchise. But the special thing about the Lancer, it has it a like chainsaw bayonet. No, they're, they're good guys. I mean, minus the, the fact of that... Governments. governments are always bad guys. Fuck the government. <laughs> stupidity of the young people, but the Lancer has a special thing about it that it has a chainsaw bayonet. So it's literally it's on the underside of the weapon itself, and you use the Lancer primarily throughout the games. It is a fantastic weapon to use in multiplayer. And the executions that you can do when you execute an enemy with the Lancer is so brutal. So essentially what you do with the Lancer Let's say if I downed you, I run up to you, kick you so you're on your back with your belly exposed up. I rev the chainsaw and slam it into your chest with the chainsaw running. It's so brutal. God, such a good gun. I love it. I even special, special thanks to friend of the show, DJ, because he got it for me for my birthday one year. But I have a... uh, chainsaw or a, a lancer replica a life-size lancer that i can hold can pull the trigger to make it do chainsaw sounds and then yeah let alone gears of war is one of my favorite video game franchises of all time so I've, that's why in my opinion the lancer had to be number one so riley what is your number one my number one is the Keyblade from Kingdom Hearts. Fucking weeb. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since before I actually started playing Kingdom Hearts, I've just always been super aesthetically into the Keyblade. And now having actually felt how it feels to use it in-game, it only boosts my enjoyment of it. The Keyblade is really cool. I like the concept of like a key-shaped blade. I like how there's the different chains that can give it different appearances and you get from different worlds, you get different designs. I think that's a really cool aspect. The only thing that I would change about the Keyblade is that you should be able to upgrade the different keychains so that you can choose the one you like aesthetically instead of just based on stats, but it's a minor nitpick for an otherwise amazing weapon. Mm-hmm. I love the Keyblade. It's just, it's the cool, oh, coolest just, weapon is just wait till you get to uh, when you start playing kingdom hearts 3 my favorite keyblade in that game is the one from the pirates world is there a pirate so world in kingdom hearts 3 yeah there's pirates of the caribbean oh. world it like when you when you get to that it literally plants you inside of the main of the third movie well that's cool but yeah i'm, I'm a really big fan of the keyblade keyblade's my number okay. one i love the keyblade a whole lot all right, Odin, what is your number one? The Galahorn from Destiny. I fucking knew it. Oh, yeah, it was <laughs> bound to happen. The Galahorn, in my opinion, for in Destiny, is was one of the most OP and sought-out weapons in the entire game. 
there were people who wouldn't run raids with anybody unless they had it. So it's it's pretty solid, in my opinion. It's 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 something that'll it's a weapon that will always hold a very special place. All right. Well, with that you said, you guys, that's our topic. That's our top ten video game weapons. If you guys agree with our list, disagree with our list, or if you have your own, please write into the show. You can either you can either text it to us or you know let us know in the pixels discord server or you can email your list directly to pp and f podcast at gmail.com and we'll even read it next week on the show so with that being said you guys we're going to cut it here and jump into the bullshittery we will be right back what's up guys you enjoy podcasts like us have you ever wanted to start one of your own are you too scared to start one well to be honest, yes. we were scared in the very beginning before we started Pixels, but luckily we found Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is one of the easiest ways to start a podcast. They're a dedicated team driven to help your podcast succeed. Their website is very simple to use and gives you stats on your show. It's amazing. They put your podcast on all the different podcast players like Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. Exactly. And we love Buzzsprout so much, we recently became a affiliate. Start your own podcast using our special link, which will be in the show description. Today, and after upgrading to any service plan, you will be able to receive a $20 Amazon gift card. Join us, us Pixels, and over 100,000 other users using Buzzsprout today. Buzzsprout, easiest way to podcast. And now we will return you to your show. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, you guys, welcome back to the, excuse me, bullshit segment of the show. Bullshit away. I call bullshit on Riley. (laughs) Why are you calling bullshit on me? What did I do? I said don't question it. Okay. (laughs) Is it bullshit, because bullshit. I said fuck the government? Is it because bullshit, I said bullshit. fuck the government, or is it because I said fuck quarantine? Which one? Any is a good well, enough reason. Government should be so small we can't even see it. I'm a libertarian at heart. Future uh, voters of our we're in of trouble. The world, people, we're fucked. I vote for there to be no government, but since there has to be, um, like like it says, my unrealistic that sounds right now. Like it says in my Twitter bio, I am reluctantly voting for Joe Biden. Wow. Anyway, though, stop saying that. (laughs) Well. I don't want to have any political bullshit on the show. If you want to talk politics, we can do it after. Facts. I never understood but, uh, that. All all people being so fucking sensitive snowflakes, but I don't want oh, politics I don't, here. Oh, in my I'm not place, a fucking snowflake. I don't station. give a fuck. I just I'm not I'm not gonna have it here. Why? That opens That's up my so problem. Worms. Nah, it's. Well, we need good bullshit, and if cans of worms are opened, that means it's a good bullshit, because we have discussions going. Cans of worms are what we want. (laughs) 
but just political arguments can get so heated. That's why I refuse to have it on air. Just it, no, it's a waste of time. But um, here here's a good bush, bullshit thing I wanted to bring up. You know how I mentioned earlier about the Blade of Awe from Adventure Quest? Yeah. I I found out as of recording, there um the the company that made Battleon is called Arctix Entertainment. Apparently, they they recently came out with a uh, game launcher for all of the different um, Arctic Entertainment games. You know, Adventure Quest Worlds, Epic Duel, Dragon Fable, Adventure Quest, Mech Quest, Oversoul, Adventure Quest 3D, Idol Quest, just all the different different games. And while we were doing our top ten, I was just logging into all my old accounts for nostalgia. In fact, honestly, a small part of me is kind of sad. Sad about this. Uh, let me. I took a screenshot of it. If it says the last time I played Adventure Quest, it's honestly. Now, I'm going to be playing it a lot more. Might even possibly stream it. But if you look in the uh, recording uh, recording channel, I put in the, last the screenshot. 461 days ago. That made that made me sad to look at that. So I will be playing a lot more of Battleon. I don't this know. Game should, should... Looks it's old. Horrible. It's old. <laughs> what do you want? It's a flash player. Your character looks, looks like so somebody I made in a, one of those fucking dress up games that I'd play in my web browser when I was six years old. You know, I will show you <laughs> one of these days what Battleon really is. It's a fun game. I like it. So yeah, that's cool that there's now apparently a game launcher for all the different Arctic Entertainment games. That's that so fucking cool. cool. So yeah, does anyone else have any have any bullshit? Hmm. I'll, I'll say. You, I'll, I'll what would you do? Oh, go ahead, Odin. Let's talk about scorpions in Animal Crossing: New, Her- uh, New Horizon. <laughs> no, no. So, no. no. Every bullshit has been taken over by Animal Crossing. Get the they Animal Crossing fast. shit out of here. They are fast as fuck. Okay, I just got like taken down by one while trying to capture it. And it just like zoomed up to me and said, "Not today, bitch." Yeah, scorpions are actually faster than tarantulas, so it's it's uh. If you're not prepared for those little beasts, you're pretty screwed. Yeah. It's See, I bad. have the beauty of it being raining on my island currently, so they're at a decreased spawn rate. Yeah. No, I had two of them pop up on me. One of them. I, I wasn't able to capture it because I didn't have my net. And I saw a second one. I tried to capture it. And it's like, ah! I was like, oh, my God. Well, I just spent the entire time while you guys were talking about your top 10, organizing my lovely collection of fish waiting for CJ. And uh, there's a lot of fish on my island. Yeah, same. Like, they're taking up a good three-fourths of my island right now. I have... I have so many fish, it's ridiculous. Once CJ gets here, I'm going to get so many bells out of it, it's going to be ridiculous. You've seen the meme of the the nooklings 
watching you roll up with your twenty, uh, your thirty-four tarantulas. No, this no. is going to be a lot worse because CJ buys your fish for an increased rate. CJ go be broke. His viewers better send him all the money. Yeah, CJ about to have his pockets completely empty. All right. But, what would uh, you do for a Klondike bar? Yeah, that was literally what I was about to say. <laughs> for a Klondike bar. Well, Not go something. around the room. What would you do for a Klondike bar? I would give you a crisp high five. Hell yeah, I'd give you a Klondike bar for a crisp high five. What, what about you, Odin? What would you do for a Klondike bar? Odin would not... Odin would like to not talk about that. Odin has destroyed nations for Klondike bars. I'm lactose intolerant. Odin can't oh, have no. them. So thanks. This wasn't a secret, Riley. I forget things, okay? Val, what would you do? Oh, clearly. I guess I'm not your friend. I mean, you know, friends don't forget things like that. Val, what would you do for a Klondike bar? <laughs> Kill you. <laughs> <laughs> the kind part of me would pay you to get me a Klondike bar. But the actual answer would probably make you upset. <laughs> would murder me. Would it? Slip my throat. Oh no, I would murder a lot of people for a Klondike bar. <laughs> You're not yeah, the only probably. one on that list. You're not the only one on that list. Believe me, I will. I have a very long list. Going on a rampage for a Klondike bar. I would. I would go on a rampage for a Klondike bar. In fact, I'll give people Klondike bar? bars to let me go on the rampage. Murder. Jinji, what would you do for a Klondike bar? I already, I already answered. He said he would give you a crisp high five. A crisp oh, high five. Crisp high five. Hell yeah, brother. My brain got all scrambled. Well, what would you do for a Klondike bar? What would you, yeah, what would you do for a Klondike bar, Riley? I would do... Would you do the truffle yeah. shuffle? <laughs> I don't know what the truffle that. shuffle is, but probably... Oh my god. You know, you know what the truffle shuffle is? No, I don't know what the truffle shuffle is. Get out of here. Is. Get out of here. You are no, too we, young to we, be here. We are going to end the show right now. Riley has some... watching the cuties. Riley has some homework to do. And then he you will gotta go tweet. Watch the goonies. He will tweet on Twitter once he understands what the truffle shuffle is. So with that being said, <laughs> Riley, where can people find you? Well, first of all, on Twitter at Riley Tweets, where you can find me tweeting about the truffle shuffle, apparently. Um you can find me on Twitter. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you can catch me live on twitch.tv slash rally streams where hopefully I will be streaming Kingdom Hearts every day and at least once a week I'll be doing, doing the game. shuffle shuffle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shuffle shuffle and hopefully starting today I did one today every week I'll be doing a stream with my buddy Silas the, the Peg and Dazu show which was a completely separate Twitch account that we created months ago with the intention to do stuff on it and never did so now we're bringing that brand back, even though neither of us go by those names anymore. We're doing the Peg and Dazu show anyway. Um, 
There's Pokemon Variety Hour on Stitcher, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. And on those same three places, there's the Riley Podcast Megathee, where you can find any Riley podcast your heart desires, like the Riley Neen Movie Review Podcast, Largest Issue in the Galaxy. And by the time you're hearing this, the Dickheads Podcast, no, no season. It's just the Dickheads Podcast. Season four is over. It had an amazingly long and influential one-episode run. But now it's just, there's no more seasons anymore. It's just the Dickheads Podcast. It's a good time. And yeah, that's all my plugs. Odin, where can I find you? Well, you guys can find me on Twitter at by Odin's Beard with two N's. Yes, Jin. Odin, we know. We know about your N's. Do you? Do you know? Yes. Make sure you know you that know there are definitely love two. the letter N. All right. Val, since you're here, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at LoneWolf8012 and uh, here on the podcast occasionally just making fun of Riley. Sometimes. For fun. No, no. She's always making fun of you. Yeah, making fun of you is easy. (laughs) All right. Well, you can find me on my personal Twitter at RagingGinger. You can follow the show at PPAF Podcast. For any questions, comments, concerns, or topic suggestions, minus dropping it in the Discord, you can email the show directly at ppandfpodcast at gmail.com. Send emails. Send them to us. And we will read them on air. And it has been a hot minute since I last talked about it. If you guys enjoy what we do, and if you want to help ensure that the show keeps running, we have a Patreon, which is patreon.com slash podcast one I want to say is the URL. We're all broke. Give us money so we can make a Well, you're podcast. the only one that's actually broke because you won't go get a job. Well, not Just all hard. of us are broke, right? Everyone I... except Odin is broke because Odin has a fancy $20 an hour job. My job's an essential. Uh, c- correction to my statement is patreon.com slash PPAF podcast. Yes. Had to correct myself on that one. So by all means, it, it ta- the first thing I always say before, if you have the extra amount to help us on that, I can't tell you how that would mean the absolute world to me, but take care of yourselves first. First and foremost, Absolutely. take care of yourself first. If you have the extra amount to throw a couple bucks our way, That'll mean the absolute world to us, but take that your entire said, income and give it to us instead. Fuck that! In fact, <laughs> in that, if you legitimately do that, I will just—I'll turn the money back to you. But uh, anyway, do, with that being said, this has been the ninety-third episode of Pixels, Polygons, and Fun video game podcast to talk about anything under the video game sun. I am your host, Genji. I've been your angry young boy, and also Riley. And I've been Odin. Val. Oh, and I'm Val. I'm distracted by Animal Crossing Val. Alright, we will see you all next week. Bye. 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 Bye.